This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio, the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, 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 always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We can't wait to continue to hear from you. We're going to do that in 10 minutes. Part of Gotta See It Weekend in the National Football League. What do you need to see from whom? We'll take your calls on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Harry believes... Two guys got see you this weekend involves the same game in the Houston Texans versus the Denver Broncos. You got on one side, CJ Stroud and the other side, Russell Wilson. He can't wait to see from what those guys have. I think it's all about Purdy, Brock Purdy, especially the Philadelphia Eagles have heard from the 49ers. If we had him, we'd have beat that behind at the link on the NFC championship game weekend. Let us know on got to see a weekend in the NFL. What do you need to see from whom at 888-729-3776? But I'll ask the esteemed Harry Douglas this question. We mentioned Eagles, 10 and 1, 49ers, 8 and 3, 425 Eastern Time. They play that game on Sunday in the Philadelphia, as they call it in the city of brotherly love. Is it a bigger game for Philly or the 49ers, boss? Yeah, I'm going to go to San Francisco 49ers, right? You're looking at the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 10 and 1 right now. The 49ers are trying to make sure they can stay afloat to try to get that one seat. Well, one of the things that will help you move closer is being the team that actually has the one seat right now. But, Fred, it goes all the way back to last year for me, 2020. Um, I believe it was 23, well, this year, mm-hmm. when they played that playoff game, right? And right. you have Brock Purdy as a starting quarterback who started the game, but he quickly exited the game because <laughs> of the injury. But it was the aftermath. You got Debo Samuel talking about if, you know, we would have had our guy, the, the story of that game would have been different. And then, you know, you have Hassan Reddick saying, okay, it is what it is. We going to see. And basically, Debo saying, talking at Bradbury, the corner for the Philadelphia Eagles, basically calling them trash. So right. the buildup for this game, I think the saltiness from the San Francisco 49ers because they didn't have their quarterback last year on top of them wanting to move closer to that number one seed. And also, I look at Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. We've seen Jalen Hurts uh, at time and time again in the biggest moments in football games be the reason why his team is able to win, be the guy, the quarterback that orchestrates things and is able to pass the football effectively and make the plays with his legs to propel his team to a victory. We want to see that from Brock Purdy. Not that he hasn't right. done it, but we're talking about in a game of this magnitude, right, versus the best team in the National Football League right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. We want to see it. I'm with you. It's a bigger game for the San Francisco 49ers because, like you mentioned, when you run your mouth like that, what did Jimmy Johnson, the Hall of Fame coach, say? If you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. They let everybody know, hey, we know we lost that team, but, man, we're better than them. We got our guy. We're better than them. We're going to show everybody we better than them. So it's a bigger game for San Francisco because if you don't win, if you lose to Philadelphia, then people will say, all right, we heard about – how, how much? What kind of bloodthirsty pirates you are? And you're the biggest, baddest bullies on the block. But you went into that building with your guy again, and you got bullied out of that building again. So really, how good are you guys if you can't beat that team that you told everybody that you're better than? That's why it's big. It's, if anything, it's a bigger game even for Brock Purdy based on his team. And I like the fact they've had his back the whole time. The more criticism, the more vitriol, the more shade that has gone his way, his 49ers teammates like, y'all need to back up off our dude. Because that guy can play. That's the quarterback that we have. That's the quarterback that we need because that guy has shown 
he can get us to where we know we have to be or where we can get to. So having that kind of faith, and now you're going into that building because you know the crowd can't wait to make fun of his last name. They can't make, wait to make fun of his first name. Oh, Brock Purdy's parents are nowhere to be found because they're going to make fun of you. They don't care. They, those, these are the kind of games that if you're Brock Purdy, and I think it's the biggest game he's played in his young NFL life, these are the kind of games you get a chance to show up or get put out. We'll see what happens on Sunday with him. Well, I'll be honest. When it comes to San Francisco 49er fans, whoever's going to this game, Ooh. I would advise you not to wear your team colors. I would advise you to go in there with some normal clothes on because I want you to make it out of that out of that uh, stadium, you know, unbothered, uh-huh. without anyone, you know, harassing you or trying to put their hands on you. Like things can get crazy in Philly right. when you decide to wear the opposing team's jersey colors in their stadium. You ever hear the Clint Porter story regarding mm-hmm. the jersey? Clint Porter's. I'll never forget this as long as I live. I think it was 2005, 2000. It was 2005 when he was with the Washington, then the Washington Redskins. And so they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles, and he is just giving them that work. He's running here, running there, running everywhere. Clint Portis's mom was in the stands, and he had, she had her jersey on Clint Portis's mom, you know, and everything wearing it. So when her boy was giving those Philadelphia boys the work, you know what happens. There's always that one. So she's cheering on her son, and he's just doing his thing. <laughs> and this Yahoo walks up to her and says, you, you know, you better take off that jersey. And she explained it. That's my son out there. He plays for Washington. I'm wearing his jersey. I'm not bothering you while you bother me. So this fool says, if you don't take off that jersey, something bad is going to happen to you. And she goes, what are you talking about? He makes a move towards her, Harry, and she gave him the two-piece and the biscuit. Ooh, look at Mama Portis. Robbed him like he was a bad habit, Mama she, Portis. He, he thought it was sweet. He, he, well, it was, she thought it was, it was, she wasn't sugar at that point. You better believe she so, wasn't. Yeah, so, so they tell Clinton Portis on the sidelines, said, you know, that something's going on with your mom. He's thinking it's like an emergency. And he said, no, no, you know, one guy came at her and she dropped him. You, you might need to get up there. They said it took the whole team to keep her going into the stands because Clinton Portis, got, oh, hey, oh, yeah. It's going to take all of them to keep me from it because it, and, you, yeah. Mama had to drop somebody, uh-huh. time to go. Uh, the hell exactly. with this football game. Yeah, so, so they, time to right, go. So they got her to a safer location. I remember somebody told me that. I said, if anything, they took her to make sure everybody else in that city was safe because she let it be known. <laughs> I ain't the one. You may think I'm the one, but I ain't the one as far as that goes. So that's how – not every Philly fan because I don't want to make a blanket statement like that. But they love their team. They're passionate about their team. But there's always that one. Yep. Sometimes need a two-piece combo with a biscuit. The, that, that was Miss, Mrs. Porter's with Mrs. Get Right that day versus that dude <laughs> down in Philadelphia. <laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you, man, like when, when it comes to this football game, Freddie, I'm, I'm looking at these defensive lines of these two teams and mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know we talk a lot about the San Francisco 49ers and their defensive line, especially since acquiring, you know, um, God, I'm drawing a blank right now. Hargrave? No. Chase Young. Chase Young, yes. Mm -hmm. But I think when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and their defensive line and you look at Jalen Carter and what he's been able to do, you look at Hassan Riddick, uh, you you also look at how they rush the passer collectively as a team. And it's not like we're just sitting up here talking about the San Francisco 49ers offensive line. Like, they're all world beaters. There's some holes there as well, right? Sure, no doubt about that. So I I think that's an advantage – um, in my opinion, when it comes to that matchup for the Eagles defensive line, I think Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts, like I mentioned earlier, we've seen Jalen Hurts do it at the highest of highs. I want to see it from Brock Purdy against a uh, not just a quality opponent, but an upper echelon opponent. 
right? They got the best record in the, in the NFL right now, the Eagles do. And then lastly, that Eagles pass defense that's 28th versus uh, when it comes to pass defense and then third mm-hmm. down defense, they're 29th. Right. They're going to have to be better because Brock Purdy does throw the football with anticipation and the skill position players of the San Francisco 49ers – they aren't any slouches, man. Them boys can no. play some football, too. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game when you get a chance to see both of these teams. And on both sides, you got Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback. He knows how good that defense is in San Francisco. They're a really, 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 really good defense. Um, they have great players at um, every position on that D-line, very elite players. We have to be ready for that challenge. Meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers are favored in this game going on the road against a team that's 10-1 and and has the best record in the National Football League. Kyle Shanahan, he's trying to figure out how in the hell did that happen. They're the home team. They've lost one game, but you're the favorites. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how that stuff works, so I don't really know why. It is random. Two words, Kyle Shanahan, Las Vegas. That's all the answer you need. Because I don't know why why they're the favorite either. I mean, the Eagles are playing this game at home. I get it. I understand it. Not disagreeing with you, but Las Vegas, they know exactly what they are doing when it comes to how they set the lines and set the spread and set the money line, no matter what sport that is. Bowl season is right around the corner, but before we get to that, we got championship weekend starting tonight. The Pac-12 championship game. Number three, Washington taking on number five, Oregon. That game taking place in Las Vegas. Speaking of Las Vegas, presented by Dr. Pepper. Cards begins at 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Give me everything you got. With Freddie and Harry. On this Gotta See It weekend in the National Football League, we'll give you a chance. What do we know and what do we need to see? Part of week 13 in the National Football League. We do it each and every Friday right here on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We start with a key game involving these two teams. 
that we thought we would never see and say in 2023. Broncos at Texans. Both of these teams are 6-5. and five. Both of these teams have the playoffs directly in their sights. Both of these teams have surprised a whole bunch of people when it comes to playing each other, Harry. What do you know? What do you want to see from this one? We know the Denver Broncos on a five-game winning streak. We also know this matchup is one of the most important ones of the football season. And like you mentioned, Freddie, we never thought we would be saying that. What I want to see from Russell Wilson is if the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud are able to go up and down this field and score points, mm-hmm. can Russell Wilson match it? He, ha- he hasn't been asked to do that this season. The numbers haven't been eye-popping. He right. hasn't been throwing for 300 yards a game or whatnot. But he's been efficient. But when the moment requires you to go toe-to-toe with another quarterback on the opposing sidelines, can this offense of Denver, can Russell Wilson be able to do so? Here's what I know. This game is going to come down to the final five minutes. That's how evenly matched both of these teams are. I would be stunned if somebody runs away and hides from the other. And I don't think that's going to happen in this one. Both of these defenses can make plays, and both of these quarterbacks can do the same thing. That's what I know. What do I need to see? If C.J. Stroud can actually look human, defensive have tried. <laughs> defensive coordinators have tried. And he's looked like one of the X-Men. He's like Wolverine throwing the football for the Houston Texans. This Broncos defense has played a lot better, part of this five-game winning streak. That's what I need to see, if they can make C.J. Stroud go from looking inhuman to looking human. Chiefs at Packers. Patrick Mahomes and company at Lambeau Field. This Packers team looking a lot better. That youth is starting to be served. When it comes to the Packers, they had a great win eight days ago on Thanksgiving on the road against the Detroit Lions. Harry, what do you know? What do you need to see? We know that the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to win their division, right? They're going to win the AFC West. We can count on them being into the playoffs and actually winning that division. Now, what I want to see in this matchup, the Green Bay Packers, they've won two straight games. Jordan Love, I believe, five touchdowns and zero interceptions in those two games. That skill position group that they have, they have a lot of rookies and second-year players. I think in two years it will be the most skillful skill position group in the National Football League across the board. I want to see can those guys make those plays against one-on-one coverage because you know you're going to get it against Kansas City and win this football game. This was my bold prediction of the week. I picked the Green Bay Packers to actually upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what I know. Hash prediction is not going to be coming true. Patrick Mahomes is not going to allow any young quarterback named Jordan Love or all those terrific young wide receivers that are going to be even better next year to ruin his party on Sunday night football at Lambeau Field. That's what I know. Harris Douglas' prediction, that's not going to come true. What do I need to see? What you said about Jordan Love. He can keep playing better and better and better. It's no coincidence that ever since the Green Bay Packers put him on blast when it came to Brian Gunkus, the general manager, saying, I worry about the future of Jordan Love if he has a future in Green Bay. From that point on, it got the desired effect that maybe they were looking for because Jordan Love has looked like the guy that, oh, that's why they drafted him to take the place of Aaron Rodgers. I want to see if he can continue that with the big bad wolf on the other side known as Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City. Lions at Saints. Both of these teams trying to recover from losses. Lions on Thanksgiving Day to the Packers, the Saints on Sunday to the Atlanta Falcons. The Lions, a four-and-a-half-point road favorite going into Nolens to take on the Saints. By the way, Harry Douglas and Steve Levy, they will have to call an ESPN radio. Coverage begins at noon Eastern time on that Sunday. What do you know? What do you need to see? I know both of these teams last week from a physical standpoint got the hell beat out of them versus their opponents. 
And it's sad to see because we talk about the Lions in the light of being a physical football team. We know on paper what the New Orleans Saints have, but they have been disappointing this year as well. Now, what I want to see is if Jared Goff, quarterback of the Lions, can get back on track. The last two games, Mm -hmm. three fumbles that he lost versus the Green Bay Packers. Previous game before that, three interceptions versus the Chicago Bears. Six turnovers in the last two games of Jared Goff. Can that offensive line, can Jared Goff get back on track and start playing great football like we've seen them the first six or seven weeks of the season? Here's what I know. The Saints offense will screw this up. I've seen it the majority of the year. Even when they've won games, they almost tried to screw it up. That's what I know. What do I need to see? Once again, how the Lions can handle being the hunted instead of the hunter. And it didn't go well last Thanksgiving. Finally, for the first time in a long time on national TV, people looking forward to seeing the Detroit Lions play on football. They're probably like, wait, this team's 8-2? and two? They're that good? A lot of people didn't know that. And they completely, completely laid a massive, colossal egg. But one thing in their favor, they're 4-1 and one away from home. But that's what I need to see. Can they still handle being the hunted? Because they're no longer the hunter in the NFL. Falcons at Jets. We're calling this the Freddie and Harry Bowl. A steak dinner is on the line with Harry Douglas' Falcons. And my New York Jets, the Atlanta Falcons, are a two-point favorite. The over-under is 33-and-a-half. I think the Miami Dolphins can score that in the first half, depending on who they play. So, Harry, what do you know and what do you want to see? What do we know is that the Atlanta Falcons are in first place. I'll say it again, first (laughs) place in their division, the NFC South. What we also know is that the New York Jets can't even – have a Hail Mary go in their direction. It turned into a fail Mary. So that's what two things that we do know. <laughs> what I want to see in this matchup, though, I want to see if Tim Boyle mm-hmm. is going to be able to have this offense look differently. Also, I want to see if Desmond Ritter mm. can continue and build off what i seen from him last week. I thought he made quick decisions and didn't just stand there in the pocket. When it wasn't there, he utilized his legs and took off and ran. It was very beneficial for the Atlanta Falcons. I also want to see that three-headed monster, man, because mm-hmm. B. John Robinson, Tyler Algier, mm-hmm. Cordero Patterson, those guys were gave the New Orleans Saints fits. But this defensive line of the New York Jets are a little different than that defensive line of New Orleans. I want to see if they can do it two weeks in a row. What he said, because I don't have anything to add to that, so I'm just going to move on. Browns at Rams. Cleveland Browns will have their fourth different starting quarterback starting for them this year. His name is Joe Flacco. Yeah, that Joe Flacco. He's going to be starting this year for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday when they're on the road against Los Angeles Rams. The Browns are not even favored in this game. The Rams are a four-point home favorite against the Cleveland Browns. What do you know? What do you want to see? I know I feel sorry for the Browns. (laughs) I really do because this quarterback situation, man, from – Deshaun Watson to Dorian Thompson Robinson to bring it in Flacco. And now Flacco hasn't even been there three or four weeks, and he's mm-hmm. going to be starting the game versus the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. So that's what I know. I feel sorry for this team. Now, what I want to see, I want to see what Matthew Stafford is going to do against this defense. I want to see if Matthew Stafford and Puka Nakua could put on a hell of a showing and get a victory because they're not out of the playoff race as well. Right, no doubt. Here's what I know. That Browns defense is going to play a lot of snaps. You're bringing in Joe Flacco, <laughs> and that that offense continuity is not going to be there, and you're hoping that it accumulates itself throughout the rest of the game with Joe Flacco in the center. Well, what I know, at least early on, the Browns defense is going to play a lot of snaps. What do I need to see? 
I'm with you about Matthew Stafford because that Browns defense is still terrific. Even though Miles Garrett has a little bit of a, a shoulder injury he's dealing with, but he is determined to play on Sunday. If you're Matthew Stafford, you can't allow that defense to win the game for the Browns. You got to make some plays because the Browns offense is probably more than likely not going to win that game. That's what I can't wait to see. Colts at Titans. Speaking of unlikely teams in a playoff chase, the Indianapolis Colts, six and five, four and one away from the home confines of Indianapolis. They take on a Titans team that is four and one at home, so something's got to give. The Colts are a one point favorite. Harry, what do you know? What do you need to see? I know their head coach, the coach that is uh, Shane Steichen, can coach the hell out of some football. What he's been able to do with this football team and actually having them in the seventh seed right now when you look at the playoff race, that is phenomenal. Think about that. You know, two teams in that division in which the division people thought was going to be the worst one in football this year are in the playoff hunt. And one of those teams being in the seventh seed right now, I'm trying to think, are the Houston Texans in the sixth seed? Or they're on the outside looking in at the moment? Keep talking. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I think they might be on the outside looking in, but – what I want to see in this matchup is can Gardner Minshew continue to hold a fourth together? You're going against a Tennessee Titan team that's just desperate right now. They got a win last week versus the Carolina Panthers. They're going to want to build off what they did last week. Will Levis, mm-hmm. a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, he's going to want to build as well. So that's what I want to see in this game. Here's what I know. The Colts right now are the seventh seed in the AFC. The Texans are the eighth seed. So that's what I know. The Colts right now are firmly in that playoff race at 6-5, and five, even though they have not been as good as at home, but as well on the road. What do I need to see? If the Colts can handle being the favorite. No one thought they would be the favorite in this game before the season got started. Every, everybody thought Anthony Rich was going to be starting a quarterback, but now the Gardner-Menchu experiment continues to be a good experiment. It's a backup quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. So that's what I need to see. They're actually the favorite in this game. They've won three in a row. I bet you didn't know that when it came to Indianapolis Colts. Can they make it four in a row as a favorite? Yes, the Indianapolis Colts have a chance to go seven and five. That's what I need to see. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. We're calling this weekend in the NFL. Got to see a weekend. What do you need to see from whom? Harry can't wait to see what's going to happen between both quarterbacks in this one particular game. Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson and the Houston Texans with C.J. Stroud. For me, it's another quarterback, as in Purdy, Brock Purdy. I can't wait to see how he's going to react and play in the biggest game so far in his NFL career on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles with that game on Sunday. What about you? It has got to see it weekend in the NFL. What do you need to see and from whom? We'll take your calls next at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Canning. Coming up Monday, the Jags are still in the hunt for the number one seed in the AFC. But are they real Super Bowl contenders? It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on the Freddie and Harry Love Friday edition presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. 15 minutes away from us going up against our ESPN Radio family. Even though nothing's on the line, but bragging rights, but we'll take it. Our picks for the weekend involving our ESPN Radio family. That comes your way in about 15 minutes. But you're part of our family, especially when it comes to got to see it weekend in the National Football League. 
What do you need to see from whom? Let's hear what you have to say at Triple H, say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Harry says, I got to see it when it comes to Russell Wilson of Denver Broncos and C.J. Stroud of Houston Texans playing against each other in the same game on Sunday. As far as I'm concerned, it's all about Purdy, Brock Purdy. I want to see what he is going to do, finally playing the Philadelphia Eagles, fully strength in that game on Sunday in Philadelphia when he got knocked out of that game in the NFC Championship game back in January. Eric in New York on a got to see it weekend. What do you need to see from whom? How you doing, guys? Good, my man. Love the, love the show. Thank you, brother. And um, I got to add something before I go. Um, Aaron Rodgers also failed against the uh, Seahawks, remember that, and against my Giants That's right. back in 2011. That is correct. Eric listens to the show. Well done bringing receipts, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. You got to bring receipts to friends. Friend, you got to bring receipts. Okay. Um, um, but let me say this. I, I think um, the 49ers got more to prove. Yes, the, um, the Eagles are the, the, the hunted, but if the 49ers lose this game, they got no shot of, at the number one seed. So to me, that's fighting for their championship life. Because, and plus the fact, they're going to still have to face Dallas in the division round with everything that's going on. You know, assuming everything remains the same. So it's more on the 49ers. They got something to prove. Because they've been talking smack. Let's see what you can do. You, 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 got, you got your chance. Go in there. Let's see what you can do. Yeah, you bring up some good stuff. And I and I would say this about the San Francisco San Francisco 49ers. Do they want an opportunity to get that one seed? Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yes, they do. But let me remind you folks that the San Francisco 49ers, at the end of the day, they're a team, in my opinion, that don't need the number one seed. Right. Because of what they've been able to show us over the past few years. This is a football team, and the style that they play, it travels any and everywhere. You're talking about rushing the football, being physical, having guys that you can give the football to and have that yak yards, uh, yards after the catch. So I I think this is a football team that don't need – they don't need the number one seed, Mm -hmm. but it would be great if they got the number one seed. Sure. But also – I don't think they're worried about playing the Dallas Cowboys. If we're talking about the playoff standings, mm-hmm. I will be worried for Dallas yeah. having to play the San Francisco 49ers in round two mm-hmm. more so than anything else. Right, because the 49ers are only concerned about one team in the NFC. That's the Philadelphia Eagles. 100%. They're not concerned about the Lions. They're not concerned about the Cowboys. They're not concerned about anybody else because they believe and they know they can beat them if they play them in a playoff game. But that pocket's empty with them beating the Philadelphia Eagles. They want to try to fill that pocket by saying, we got our guys. Now what? Well, we'll find out on Sunday. Kind of, It is a player preview because we're not surprised when both of those teams, meaning the 49ers and the Eagles, play once again with more on the line than on Sunday. I also got to shout out the homie Deshaun Jackson. He is going yeah, to man. retire this yeah. weekend um, as a Philadelphia Eagle. We came in together in 2008, and I remember him being at Cal making in college, making play after play after play. It's some phenomenal athletes that came out of you know Cal University, man. Yeah, but by the way, well, by, you, is yeah. it University of Cal? No, or Cal, no, Cal, no it's um, California University. No, it's University okay. of California. Okay, it's UC. make sure it's, I was right. It's UC, not CU. I, I, I think that's the case. I don't know. I didn't and, I sh- and I should know that. Shame on me. That's okay. As long as Deshaun Jackson knows. The Cal, ACC legend. Yeah, it's the Cal Golden Bears, right? What did you say? What did you say? ACC Shannon? legend now. 
That's right. They're going to ACC, Cal and Stanford. <laughs> wow. That's going to be so weird. Yeah. And then you got Washington State and Oregon State. They're going to be playing Mountain West Conference schools to stay. The, uh, it's just a mess. Scott, Scott of Virginia has got to see it weekend in the NFL. What do you need to see from whom? I just want to see Carolina be competitive. <laughs> uh, everything is gone, blown up in their face. <laughs> head coach is fired. Assistant head coach is fired. Bryce Young, I just want to see – the what if out of what he had in college. Uh, uh, it is breaking my heart as a Carolina fan to see them do this. And, it, I mean, Tampa still has studs on defense and everything, and I just don't see it. Carolina doing anything really good. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Liberty right now. There I'm out go. here looking at the football stadium right now. Yeah, all right. Well, are you there for the conference championship game tonight? Oh, I'm working, but I see the stadium. The lights are rolling and everything. It's it's hopping over here right now. Nice. By the way, Liberty's playing New Mexico State in the conference championship game, part of conference championship weekend in college football. So, Scott, I also, I'm going to be that shoulder that you can lean on right now because I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, he he had a safe space. And it's going to be all right, man. You know, just keep supporting your team. Keep believing that things are going to get better now. The bad news of everything is that it may take three years, but it's okay. As long as some point it gets turned around because I believe they have a lot to to figure out with Carolina. Mm-hmm. you yeah. got to find a coach. You need skill position players. You need more offensive linemen. You need mm-hmm. more players defensively. Yeah. But at some point, every bad thing has to come to an end. Just like they say every good thing has to come to an end, yeah. every bad thing has to come to an end as well. Well, that message, you need to send that to the ownership group led by David Tepper, the Carolina Panthers. Mm. This way he can stop firing people every three months because it's not working out to his liking. That's what hedge fund guys do. If something's not working, or take the money, I'll put it somewhere else. You can't run a franchise like that. I don't care who you are, how much money, or what kind of billionaire you are. You keep running franchises like that, you're going to be the hamster on the wheel. The view never changes, and it's not a good view right now for the Carolina Panthers and their fan base. Steve in Kansas City on this NFL Gotta See It weekend. What do you need to see from whom? Well, first of all, I got to tell you something, Freddie, you're my favorite. I I was one of your first callers years ago. And so I just want to tell you that it's humbling that I get to talk to the legend tonight. Appreciate you for the kind words and for hanging in all that time, Steve. Thank you so much, my brother. We always stand on your show. Well, I've had a bad day. I've had a bad day today. Let's make it better. Let's make it better. Yeah, because I called up this, this, but but anyway, it's basically, I called up to say that I really think that the receivers, they did good last week. But Kansas City's receivers, they need to show up back-to-back because you saw what happened the Chiefs in, in Tampa in the Super Bowl when their offense just fold like a cheap tent. And to me, I need to see the receivers produce. No, I, I agree with you. And I think Rasheed Rice is, is taking that next step. He's going to be that guy. But I think when you look at players like Sky Moore, who they had mm. major expectations for, He's be a guy that's a veteran in Marquez Valdez-Scantley, he can't be dropping the football. And by the way, I seen a video the other, other day right. that someone put together of all the big plays that he's dropped throughout his career. And, boy, it was a lot of them that he had with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, good grief. I didn't know it was this many. Yeah, he knows, he knows that he has the talent. But I wonder how much of, that he's fighting the football because he knows those expectations are there. He has not been able to live with those expectations. Rasheed Weiss last week, he played like a guy that was ready for the moment. And the ball came his way, and he wasn't fighting the football. He was getting the football making plays. So if you're anybody, whether you're Marquez Valdez-Scantling 
or Sky Moore, you can look at Rasheed Rice and say, man, just relax. We got a guy that can get us the football. Just bleep and relax, and everything is going to be okay. The more you fight the football, the football never loses that battle. And also, I want to see more from – you know, Brother Dev's favorite player in the National Football League, Kendarius Tony. I know he used to be on Dev's team, the Giants. Wow. And since Dev love him, loves him so much, Dev, I, I would like to see more from Kendarius Tony as well. Wow, you went there, didn't you? Didn't even care that you went there. Just ignored the complete detour sign, didn't you? Who? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the, well played, Devin Kane. Well played. Manny in California on this NFL got to see a weekend. What do you need to see from whom? Chatty and Harry. It's my first call. I'm so, so happy to talk to y'all. Appreciate you, my friend. Happy that you're talking to us as well. Uh, um, so I really, I'm really hoping that that Brock does good on Sunday. Um, yeah. M- Manny, can I ask you a question really quick? Good. Are you there, Manny? Manny. Have you yes, drink have you drinking anything today? Um yeah, I drank like drank like three bottles of water. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> so there, Harry. So there. Trying to I was just asking. Yeah, you I was just, just asking. Uh-huh. Get him, Manny, in California. <laughs> That'll learn all of you for trying to make fun of Manny. So there. Manny, I got your back. Even nobody else here. Has Manny gave your me back. an uppercut. He, he said, put him up, put him sure up. Did. <laughs> Put him up. What are you from 1935? Put him up. You Edward G. Robinson? Ah, <laughs> huh, see? Manny Patton put him up. See? He gave me a right cross to the shave. See? Yeah. Yeah. Get him, Manny. I got your back always, my brother. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for us versus the ESPN radio family. It's all in good fun until somebody does not win the week. I'll pick them. Challenge comes your way next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Subway ACC Championship Game, tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Undefeated and 12-0, Florida State looks to convince the committee they are playoff-worthy without quarterback Jordan Travis when they head to Charlotte to face 14th-ranked Louisville. Coverage begins Saturday at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Pepper. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. Freddie and Harry. <laughs> <laughs> on this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, by the way, my favorite Temptations song ever, that one. I'm Freddie Coleman. He's Harry Douglas. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Each and every week, we love our ESPN Radio family. Doesn't matter if it's Evan and Chris and Michelle in the morning or Greeny or Carlin versus Joe or Q Myers or Amber and Ian. We love those guys and ladies each and every day, except for today. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. So we pick the games each and every week. There are three games we picked. Last week was four because of the holiday. Last week went three and one. So the standings right now, Carlin versus Joe, they're in first place, 24-11-2. On Sports and Like and Freddie and Harry tied for second at 22 13 and 2. Game night with Q Myers 21 14 and 2. Amber and Ian 15 20 and 2. And poor Greeny, as if he's not gone through enough, 
just finally got back from dealing with COVID. He and the misses, and he is dead freaking last at eleven twenty four and two so far in the ESPN radio rankings. So we got a chance that maybe, just maybe, we could be in first place by Monday. We start with Broncos at Texans. Texans a three and a half point favorite. Both of these teams are six and five. The room always wins. So we incorporate Shannon Penn, Devin Kane, and Nick Cardi, our producers. Now, do we want to start with the hosts or start with you guys when it comes to making our picks? We're going to start with the hosts. Harry Douglas, where you stand? Texas three-and-a-half-point favorite at home versus Denver. I like the Texans. I like the big playability of Tank Dale. I also like C.J. Stroud. And someone pointed out to me that mm-hmm. Tank Dale's probably going to be going against Patrick Sertan. Oh, Ooh. But I'm fine with that. Uh, I like yeah. C.J. Stroud yeah, okay. because Nico Collins has been phenomenal as well. Dalton okay. Schultz is still there as well. Right. So I'm going with the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think the Houston Texans, they got something special, and I think they learned a lot in that three-point loss last week in the division game to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Whatever mistakes they made in that game, they will not make again. I'm with you. That's the Houston Texans. Devin King, what about you? <sighs> you guys make good points. However. But when it, whenever I see <laughs> – that hook, that point five yeah. on a score, I'm like, what does Vegas know? Mm-hmm. That scares me for those reasons. Okay, All right. Broncos. Okay, now Cardi, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna go Texans. I think to beat the Texans, you gotta get into a shootout. I don't think the uh, Broncos have the offense that's not clicking just yet. So I'm gonna take the Texans. CJ Stroud. All right, Shannon Penn. All right, it was already decided, but I was gonna go with all Russell Wilson, everything in the Broncos. Look at you. Let's ride, Shannon mm-hmm. Penn. All right, so the Houston Texans, the room wins on that one. Oh, it's fun. Chiefs at Packers. I'm sorry. What are you gonna say? No, it's it's funny. Uh, Shannon uh, said less ride because yeah. he has that banana seat. Well, I said it for him. Pause, my brother. Yeah, I didn't say that. Hold that on. Don't be putting that on me. That was me. I said that. <laughs> nice oh, yeah. Don't be putting that on him. <laughs> no. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> what was the game? Better watch out. Chiefs versus Packers. Chiefs a six-point favorite on the road at Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers. We're going to go to the other side this time in terms of who they're taking. We're going to have Nick Cardi start it off. Chiefs six-point favorite on the road versus Green Bay. Nick, where do you stand? I'll take the Chiefs. All right. Devin Kane got right to the point there. I liked what I saw from the Packers last week. That's a lot of points. Okay. I'm going Pack. All right. Shannon Penn. Patrick Mahomes said, I'm here. Oh, Give me the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm here. Harry well, Douglas, what about you? Of course, it's Love Friday, so I'm going with Jordan Love and company. I like All what right. I've seen from this team in the last two weeks. Okay. I'm going to go with the Hemothy, known as Patrick Mahomes. I think the Kansas City Chiefs win this by more than six. I'm not saying the offense has figured it out based on what happened against Las Vegas Raiders because they always beat the Raiders. But they were down 14 nothing. Then they went on a 31-3 run. That is something to build on. I think the Chiefs win this by more than six. I'm going to take the Chiefs in that one, which leaves 49ers at Eagles. It is the game of the weekend. Many people believe it could potentially be the game of the year in the National Football League. But the San Francisco 49ers are a three-point favorite on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Harry Douglas, what say you? I am with the San Francisco 49ers because of my boy E-40. Skiggity Scott. Look at you. Well done. No love for Tony, Tony, Tony. No love for MC Hammer. Oaktown yeah. 357. No love for them. Yeah, I love all of them. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I'm and gonna, Too Short. Too and Too Short. short. That's right. Exactly. Can't forget about Too Short. Who does Blow a, the whistle. Yeah, who does a great show each and every day on Rock the Bells Radio on the LL Cool J channel. I'm going to save my vote until last. So Harry says it's going to be the 49ers. Nick Cardi, what about you? Going 49ers. They would have beat him with a healthy quarterback in the championship, so I'll uh, stick with 49ers. All right. That's two. Devin Kane. 
You know this pains me to say because I need to see more. Give me Purdy. Really? You're taking the 49ers. We've converted them. We certainly have. (laughs) We put the healing hands and exercise Devin's demons. I also strongly dislike the Eagles, so. There we go. So some bias involved. Shannon Penn, what about you? Uh, give me Jalen Hurts and the boys, Eagles. Okay. Well, I, well this is already decided. The 49ers, the room's going to win. I, th- I think the Eagles find a way to win. I think they do. By the way, uh-huh. with with our picks now official, I can say yeah. that this is either moving week okay. or it's not because we our picks are the complete opposite of the team we're chasing. Okay. Carlin versus Joe. All right, so we'll see. We'll, we're we'll, two games behind them. Yeah. We've got three opposite picks of them. Okay. Like, this has got to see this a weekend yeah. This is our it. show. Yeah, yeah. Ah! We, can, we can either be in first place or licking our wounds as far yep. as that goes. So we'll we'll actually see how that's going to work. But like we mentioned here, the standings, we're in a two-way tie for second place with Carlin versus Joe leading us after two weeks along with Unsportsmanlike. Both of us in the two-way tie for second, Carlin versus Joe in first place. And then you got game night after that, 21-14-2, Amber and Ian, and then Greeny bringing up the rear. He is Harry Dogs and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. I don't know if you saw this on ESPN Radio and everywhere else. Kevin Durant roasted by ideas in the deleted tweet. Now, see that Anthony Edwards loves Kevin Durant, and he was talking about which play he would like to see where his signature sneaker. His answer was Kevin Durant. Well, Durant tweeted, won't ever see my big toe in no blankety blanks. Adidas responded a since deleted tweet, you dusty, about to, re- about to retire soon anyway. What? Yeah, the Adidas account then boasted, meant to send that from their burner account. Hey, I, that is hilarious to me, man. You yeah. Dusty's going to the lexicon. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. That, that's definitely the Hall of Fame of complete somebody disrespect. Getting fired. Somebody getting fired. I think that already happened. That Not somebody. <laughs> I think that already happened as far as that goes. Have a great weekend. Enjoy championship weekend. The Pac-12 championship game comes up next. For Harry Dougs, I'm Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.